B C A B C A B C A B C Welcome everyone to Uppy and the Stash. I'm your host Uppy. With me as always is Donovan Mustache. Two questions for you, man. How are you doing and what are you drinking tonight? I'm doing fucking well, man. Excuse the languages today, but I think we're post a family reunion, so. Mm -hmm. uh, but um, I'm drinking Holland's Best, um, <laughs> my usual that I go to, <laughs> my Heineken <laughs> right now. Uh, I might be doing a couple of uh, Jaeger, not Jaeger bombs. I might be doing a couple Irish car bombs later today. Uh, Mrs. Stash is out of, uh, you know, out on summer break for a little bit, and I get a little bit of time with her. And tomorrow I don't have to go in, but uh, really late, so yeah, not nice. too bad. You know, how are you? How was your vacation? I'm doing well. Vacation was good. Um, it was the family reunion. It was good. That's what I'm calling we, it. We had a great <laughs> time in San Diego, meeting up with my oldest of my two sisters and my niece. And um, we just, you know, we did everything, you know, went to a Padres game. We went to a nice beach one day to relax and Legoland and the San Diego Safari Park and the San Diego Zoo. And it was just a good time. And really busy. Um, just a lot of go, 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 go. But just an amazing time. It's always good to get away from work. And then, um, you know, right after we left your house, summer hit. <laughs> and uh, with that said, because summer hit, it's been warm, hundreds. I am drinking for the first time ever on the show. I am. I finally gave in. I'm doing Corona. Yeah. Because there's just... I, I have a decent amount of nice craft brews in my um, beverage refrigerator that we have built into our island, and I just it's too hot, so it's just yeah. Corona all day every day. Yeah, wasn't it like a hundred when you left that day or something? Ninety or something? It was going to be hundred um, or ninety when you left? It was one hundred five? That's what it was. About two days later, it hit one hundred five. Yeah. And then, because when we... Yeah, over here was 105. Well, it was the same here in Modesto. It was about the same. So, yeah. uh, when we left your house that morning, it was already getting warm. San Diego was a nice 79 degrees. <laughs> but we got to... we got Almost the entire time you were there, right? Yeah, but the, the one thing you tend to forget is um, when that wind isn't blowing, <laughs> it's still a very hot sun. Because we got to Petco yeah, Park, hot. right? And we got to Pe Petco Park, and it was literally only 70. Based on the temperature gauge they had at the stadium, it was like 77 degrees or something. But there was no mm -hmm. wind, and we were in the sun. Like, we were, honestly, for most of the game, until the shade kicked in around the 7th, 8th inning, we were pretty miserable, honestly. <laughs> like, yeah. That's we were sucking back those beers pretty fast because it was hot. Yeah, I did indulge. We got a tall can of Corona down there. Um, yeah. It was funny because they don't do so much of the, the beer cups. They just do tall cans of specialty beers because San Diego is a hotbed. For those who don't know, San Diego has like just a fuck ton of 
craft breweries. Yeah. So they have no shortage of beer selection down there. And I went with Corona. No. <laughs> no. No, no, they don't. Um, and you know what's even cooler? Um, places like that, like even in um, California Adventure and Disneyland, they don't offer any um, any um, main mainstream beers. Like you can't get a Budweiser. Um, you can't get a Coors. You can't get any of that stuff. But you can get a Corona. Well, yeah, because who wants to fi- fucking drink a Coors or... <laughs> No offense, or <laughs> Budweiser. Yeah. No, so yeah. here's something funny because we went to Legoland and uh, we were years ago, like four years ago, we went for the first time before Little Uppy was born. And um, I remember you like you tweeted at me or Facebooked me or something. And you said, "I hear they sell beer there," and I said, "I didn't find any beer. I found the beer." Yeah, where was it? Like, there's a place that's like Texas. Barbecue, whatever. It's supposed to be like authentic Texas barbecue. They yeah. do sell beer there, and I got myself uh, uh, that stone that Stone Brewery. I got their yeah. Stone IPA. It was yeah. I did it because I could. It was one of those things. Yeah. I'm not. A, I, this is blasphemous, I'm sure, but I'm not a big fan of Stone. They're not my favorite, um, but um. I was that the day. restaurant's really good though. If you ever go to the Stone Restaurant and which is just probably not too far from Legoland, the restaurant's really good though. I considered it. Like I, I thought to do like a brew pub kind of thing for dinner one night and it just mm-hmm. didn't happen. Um two of the nights that we were down there um to to uh conserve money, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just ordered out pizza. Yeah. <laughs> The best way to yeah. feed seven people, just order $30 worth of pizza. So that's what we did a couple yeah. of times. But we went out Definitely. to a fairly decent sushi restaurant or sushi dinner one night on uh, Coronado Island. and Yeah, was it pretty good? Uh, it, it wasn't the 160 bucks we spent. Good, but it was good. Because um, we're, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know, we usually go to the sushi restaurant. You get like, the prices were typical what you would expect. 13 yeah. 14 15 bucks a roll. That's not uncommon. We got there early enough to where it was 25% off um, until yeah. 5 o'clock. But where we're used to getting a huge roll, like you pay your money, but you get a yeah. roll. It's like half the plate. Yeah, it's like it the size of the plate. plate. Yeah. We've never had to yeah. reorder. We, our group of seven, we reordered three times. <laughs> we just weren't getting full. And so yeah, that's where they got it. sixty bucks later. But, you know, it, it was worth it. I'm not going like, to complain because it was delicious. There just should have been more of it. Is that you, boy? <laughs> I can hear his voice. Can you hear him? Did you hear him? <laughs> I can. I'm, I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> I can't open the door. My feet are stuck. Open the door. Is it easy? <laughs> oh. Anyways, um, sushi's good. There's, um, it's always best to go during like happy hour. And that, that's what we did because like, I could have sworn when I looked it up on the internet before we went. Um, our, our our buddy from San Diego that we did union work with it suggested it. I looked it up and I could have sworn it was fifty percent off. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, we're doing this. You know, fifty percent off. Fuck yeah. Then we get down there and it was twenty five. But I was like, I'm not going to yeah. complain. You know, yeah, we, we're yeah. still doing really well financially, and. Yeah, but so we went to this place. So I I got two other quick food stories. We went to this place. Um, 
it's called like the Sandwich Emporium. Uh, fancy, not you know. I mean, it looked mm-hmm. kind of run down mm-hmm. a little bit. I got this thing called a f- the Fa Witch. It's a sandwich inspired by Fa, and <laughs> I'll be damned. It tasted like Fa, like a bowl of Fa. And I, I, I bring that up to you because, like, the first time I actually had it was when we were working with the union. And, yeah, and it was a big uh-huh. – it, it was one of those things because it was like, you know, yeah. for those okay. who don't know, we're, like, in a group of, like, 15 people when you include the members and the staff, like, 15 people. And they're like, well, let's go across the street, you yeah. know. And there were several yeah. options. I'm not sure what they were. But typically, like, <laughs> let's say it was, like, me and my family, I would have vetoed the idea of going to FUB. But I was like – there's too many people. I'm not going to be that guy. So I really like, you know, I went along with it just because that's what everyone else was doing. Yeah. And yeah. I actually really enjoyed it. And that's kind of been a mainstay in our family ever since. I was like, oh. And then, you know, Mrs. Epi was naturally a little peeved at me. She's like, well, Go get some fun. You know, what would you do with them, but you won't do it with me? You know, like, you know, you, can, you can say no to you. I can't say no to a father. <laughs> You're like I had no choice. <laughs> yeah, you're, right. you're like you're like when 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 the other person's paying, I'm not saying no. <laughs> but um, it it tasted like a bowl of pho, yeah, just in a sandwich. And then the other food story I got. Oh, so we um, so after we were at the Padres game. Um, my oldest had, you know, he, he, he was the one who found the sandwich shop, but he also found this other place called Stacked. Um, it's a burger restaurant. It's in the Fashion Valley Mall. And we get to the mall, and, I, you know, I thought nothing of it. A mall is a mall, right? And <clears throat> this mall has a valet. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it still cracks me up, like, when you drive, like, um, yeah, one of the airports down that way. I think um, John Wayne. Has valet at it. <laughs> needs a valet their car at the airport. But yeah. um, so we park. We pay five dollars for parking, and we watch to the restaurant. And then like we get to the valet because the valet is right in front of stacked. And they have other places that have valets, but I think there's four cars in this valet, and the cheapest car was like the Mercedes and the BMW, and. The BMW was sandwiched in between, no joke, a Bentley and a Lamborghini. And I could actually see the Lamborghini from my seat at the restaurant. And I kept watching to see, you know, who the fuck, you know? <laughs> like, your car is ugly. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't, it wasn't an attractive-looking yeah. car. But yeah. the car is worth as much as my house. And I, you don't know if it's an athlete or just some, you know. I, but they never left. That car was still there. Yeah, right. And then, like, actually, not Some too far from our baby. car in the peon lot was another Bentley and a Jaguar. So, yeah, you think rich people, you think LA, but no, there's nice ultra wealthy. No, La Jolla is the richest, is one of the richest places in California. Is La Jolla. Hmm. That's where uh, that's where Mitt Romney has his house. So if the if the if the Mitt Rom- if the Romneys of the world can afford a La Jolla house, then there you go. Does not sound like a happy little stash. Uh oh, little stash is <laughs> wailing out there. He's not gonna do it now. <laughs> let me see. Let me let me see if you can do a guest appearance. Give me one second. Let me see if you do a guest appearance. <laughs> well, that that didn't turn out the way I thought it was. <laughs> 
Did you hear me fighting with him on the floor? <laughs> yep. <laughs> he, ran, he ran underneath the table and <laughs> he, he came in okay and then he left crying the same way he came in. That's funny. <laughs> so you need to return it the way you found it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what were, what were we on? Uh, um, the Bentleys and the... Yeah, and the Hoya and Mitt Romney and... Yeah, so... All in all, a good time. Long ass drive home, but uh, yeah, thanks again for putting us up and putting up with us. Oh, dude, you're very welcome. That started off my summer just just the way I wanted to, and it was fun. I'm trying to conjure up another way we can come over for another night. Uh, I, I got an idea in my head, so, uh, and I just came up with it. So Mrs. Mm-hmm. Uppy hasn't even heard of this, but. She's still awake. She's reading a book on her tablet. So she might hear me because sometimes I get loud. So um, as as you know, um, I will be in Vegas for a week later this summer for business. Yeah, for – yes. Mrs. Uppy uh, wants to seize the opportunity. Um, We've gone to do it before but haven't had the chance to go see the Grand Canyon. And oh, yeah. what was going to happen was she was going to drive down with the kids on Thursday. And then Friday, when I'm my thing wraps up, we're going to drive the four hours to the Grand Canyon, make a day of it or whatever, or an hour of it, mm-hmm. <laughs> depending on how it goes. Yeah. And, then head home. and today we're discussing how to go about that because that original plan got messed over because, you know, school roundups um, happen in early August and – the one for our soon-to-be junior hire has his on that Friday. So I was like, well, what the fuck? We can't do it now. But I found a way. I found a way to make it happen. And I was like, well, long story short is um, to so not – because if we were to drive from the Grand Canyon to our home in one day, it's 12 hours of driving. And um, yeah. for those who may or may not have a three-year-old <laughs> – I learned this past <laughs> couple weeks, her bladder lasts about 80 to 90 miles. So, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, then she has to go so getting home in one day is definitely out of the, out, out, you know, that's out of the discussion. Even if she had the teacher of a, uh, a bladder of a teacher, I don't think I'd want to spend that much time in the car in one day. So maybe there's a way to work out because we're thinking, well, maybe we'll just come, come home Monday. Um, so maybe there's a way Sunday night we can find our way in Moreno Valley again and then make a five hour sprint home the next day. I don't know. We'll see. Mm, well, you're always welcome. Um, the, you guys might have to, um, do a little road, um, what is it called? A road bathroom or something. <laughs> 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 I remember I remember my sisters my sisters used to have one um be, because my 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 nana my great great grandmother would would uh, take us a bunch of places mm-hmm. and she didn't want to have to stop everywhere so she bought a little toilet <laughs> and uh, I remember they would have to pop a squat in the in the car or something so they would go cuz she didn't want to have to keep stopping somewhere you know she just pull over on the side of the road somewhere and you know Oh, we, so, <laughs> we had an yeah. incident um, yeah. within the last month where we were driving home from somewhere. 
and we were probably if we hit traffic just right way we we weren't that far from home and you know little up he's like i gotta go potty like (laughs) this is before this trip like where we learned how hard we could actually push her and no joke we pulled off in the parking lot and like we had her pee into a cup <laughs> like in the back of the car. <laughs> yeah. But the but we did learn on this trip, you know, you, you can you know, if she tells you she has to go, you can buy yourself about fifteen to twenty more minutes. But it got to the point where she's like, I have to poop. It's good. We're yeah. just like we wanna get home. Like we're tired of this. Like you yeah. can make it. Then all of a sudden you hear, It's coming out. <laughs> it's like, you know, <laughs> in, in, in. So, so, uh, the no, little, when, when they get a little bit older, he could he 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 can hold his uh, he can hold his 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 weight and poop and pee a little bit now. He he can handle it. Uh, I can go an hour, um, all the way to Disneyland, and then get there and then you know make him use the restroom because we can get there and he'll stay say I don't got to use the restroom. I'm like man, yeah, and use the restroom since we left. Right. <laughs> Batter's the size of a pea. I know you got to go. <laughs> and then the second you finally decide to let it go is, or you're in the middle of something important, and all of a sudden, I have to go now. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're, we're, we're finally going to order food. We figured out what we want to get. He's got to go pee. Right. Yeah. They yeah. do it on yeah. purpose. You know they do. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. I know. That's what they do. That's it's, uh, part of our... Uh, but the wrong is... The, the thing of being makes, parents. The thing that makes me worry is, like... You know, I'm of the age. I'm not sure if you're of the age, but I'm of the age where I got the bladder that says, well, I'm here. I might as well. (laughs) You don't really have to go, but you get what's out that's needed because you're there. So I so every time she went potty, I was like, well, we're here. I might as well. I'm I'm always my bladder to be weak, you know? (laughs) Yeah. No, I, I always go. But. I'm also one seen as like the diabetic of the group. Like, why do you got to go pee again? <laughs> like, I shouldn't have drinking coffee before we started drinking. I'll right. know that next time. And right. I still make the same mistake. <laughs> I can never, you know? like, like what recently happened to me almost. I went to a baseball game with my parents in Oakland. And it's a two-hour drive. And I knew better than to have several drinks because what it does I still do. And I still have to fight having yeah. to pee for the two-hour drive home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Self-inflicted wounds. Yeah, yeah. No, I've done it. I've it's done it. Um, well, no, oh, yeah. Good. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, no. I know. I, it was an hour drive, and I still still had a beer, two beers, and, you know, Fuck breakfast. Yeah. And I was like, man, well, you, you know. You have to. You work hard. You deserve it. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll go when I get there. If not, I'll be peeing behind someone's car in the parking lot in, in Anaheim. <laughs> hopefully they don't got hopefully they don't got any uh cameras out there. Right. But it never fails though. It never fails though. In that freaking Toy Story parking lot, every time I parked there, there was a couple of times uh well, you know, the t- times that I did while I was there, I had to go. And I said I can get I think I can get away with like letting one go and I open the doors or whatever. Mm-hmm. Doesn't fail. Some amount of effort has got to go to their car and their car is like literally like their car next to me or one over. And I'm like, geez, people, come on. Like, can't you park somewhere else? You're right. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you don't I, pay uh, the same amount. 
I think it was like two years ago, I went to a Green Day concert with um, in Oakland, actually at the baseball stadium. And I went with two teachers, which was my mistake. And, you know, we were drinking beers. That's what you do. We got there early and, yeah, you drink beers before you have to start paying big money for it. And I had to pee so bad. And they do have, like, porta-potties in, like, um, the parking lot, but they weren't anywhere. Like, we would have ran by them on our way into the stadium, but they weren't anywhere close enough for us. Like, hey, guys, I'll be back in a minute. And I went yeah. to do the whole no one's lucky I'm going to pee thing. But there was always someone there. And I'm like, and I couldn't complain too much because, like I said, I was with two teachers. They have, like, teachers have bladders of steel. They do this for yeah. a living, and I don't. And I was just doing the pee dance for, like, ever. <laughs> and they were, like, calling yeah. me a wuss and a sissy and all that other fun stuff. And then I did finally make it to the porta potty, and it felt so nice. Hmm. Yeah. But that, I never want to push it that far again. Flow though. of relief. Yeah. No, yeah. That flow of relief is, like, the best. <laughs> and you always tell yourself, never again. Never again. <laughs> all right. Let's see where we're at right now. Um, I have another good pee story. Yeah, what's your other pee story? um, I uh, was in San Jose conducting the business of the union. And those things, like, you always get out at, like, 3 in the afternoon, which is, like, the worst time to be commuting east out of the Bay Area. Um, And I was doing good. Like, I, I went whatever way Google Maps told me to go. This particular time, that route I took was the only time Google Maps ever had me go that way. And there's a lot of times where, like, even though I had to pee pretty bad, you, like, keep going because you don't want to risk getting stuck in traffic. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. <clears throat> while I was on, like, some off-the-beaten-path road, like, somewhere out there where, like, there's some nice wineries and, like, the Lawrence Livermore labs and stuff. And I hadn't seen a car in forever. I'm like, you know, fuck it, I'm doing this. I went to get out to PSRP, and then all of a sudden, like, all the cars I had never seen <laughs> – we're catching up to me and I just so, started to show up. So I, yeah. I lost my place in line. I got like maybe a tenth of my pee out. <laughs> and then I had to suck it up just to get my car and start driving again. Yeah. I've had I've had those. Oh, funny story. Okay. I got I got mm-hmm. I got one like that. <clears throat> I got two almost like that, but the one latest one is even better. Um earlier in the day we decided, okay, we're gonna go to to down in wine country just south of here. But then I decided that, okay, well, I'm going to have like some of this chili or whatever the night before or the morning of, and I ate some and or whatever. My stomach wasn't feeling too hot, but I just kind of threw it off, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Said, All right, I'll be okay. And um, so we're going to leave at a certain time. So I kind of pre-partied a little bit like we always do, or at least I do. I don't care about everybody else. So... <laughs> Despite the fact that I was going to drink wine, I was still drinking beer. But that's besides the point. So um, I already knew kind of like my stomach wasn't feeling too hot. But we go to one place and uh, I'm feeling okay. And uh, we have a couple there and do the little tight wine wine tasting thing. And it's uh, me and um, Mrs. Stash and uh, Stash and Law that came along. And so... We get in the car and we're going to go to this next spot. And this next spot says we got to turn right down this dirt road. Mm. And before we even get to the stop sign, I'm already saying, oh, God, something doesn't feel right. 
And I said, how, how, how many more miles is it? They're like, oh, like a mile and a half or like a mile. I'm like, shit, down this dirt road, you can't, you can't go any more than like 25 miles, right? You're going to freaking get pulled over. So I said, oh, no, oh, no, this is not waiting. And so I pulled over to this tree on the side of this dirt road down in wine country. Fucking dark barking his ass off. So I'm pulled <laughs> over by this fucking, you know, by his fence. And I got to piss. But at the same time, my stomach is grumbling. And it's like, if I don't shit right now, I'm going to shit my pants. <laughs> so I literally drop my pants by, by this tree in front of, in front of, in front of Mrs. Stash and, and the Stash in law. Okay. And they're laughing and I'm yelling, I got to go. I don't fucking care. I got to go. And I just drop my pants and they're like, what, what are you doing? I said, I got to shit. I want to shit my pants. And I literally shit in front of the tree in front of the car on the side of the road. And then I'm hoping all these cars don't see me because I try to pull in at an angle and I literally go and and realize that I got nothing to wipe my ass with. And so I'm yelling, <laughs> yelling at Mrs. Stash to throw me the baby wipes from in the car. I'm like, give me the baby wipes. And she's just too busy laughing. And she throws them at me. And I wipe and I try to cover up as much as I can. And I just feel so bad because I know that poor schmuck's going to come out. And go, someone literally shit in front of my house. <laughs> so he has to deal with this shit. Um, it wasn't in front of his house because technically there should have really been the street at that point. Right. But still, he would have had to clean it up. But considering it was horse country, I hope he just, I hope he literally just covered it up with dirt and just let it be. <laughs> oh my God. So we got to the next place and I couldn't stop laughing and I still, I had to go to the restroom to make sure everything was okay. And then after that, I was, I was okay, but uh, kind of taught me a lesson and not eat so hot of a chili before you go wine tasting. Um, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> but was, dude, you should, should have seen. I if I pulled over like if I was if I was jumping out on a sh on cops or something and I popped it popped that squat just went like it, it was natural like all the backcountry experiences just came back into play and just boom it was down it was down and out. Uh. Uh, All right, I, I think it's time I'm going to finally share the story. It's not, I don't think it's as funny as yours, but I'll let you be the judge. Because I considered sharing it before, and Mrs. Hubby was like, no, you, you don't speak of this one. But uh, <laughs> so two years ago, I had to drive to Vegas, which for me is an eight-hour drive. Um, Bakersfield, California is about the halfway point. Um, yeah. But it, well, it's not so much. It's before the halfway point, but it's like the last like logical stop in that area of about halfway. And you know, I knew I had an eight-hour drive the day before, so I, 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 I'm grown up enough. You know, at at this time, I'm 35 years old to know. You know, the night before, no over drinking, no spicy food. At eight hours in the car, you know, you just no surprises. And so I stopped in Bakersfield because um, I need gas because my, my car at the time just does not have the gas mileage or the tank size to make it the 500 miles on one tank. So I stopped there, um, get a snack, a soda, top off my tank. 
and I go to leave. And I was using the in the you know the built-in um, GPS, which when the car was brand new and it was the most up-to-date GPS, it was really on it. But like yeah. we stopped using it after the first year because we didn't want to keep paying a hundred dollars every year to update the maps. But then it got a little bit slower, and while it was annoying, um, it'll be a blessing in disguise, as you'll soon hear, is it told me to turn. Well, I turned, and I turned on, instead of turning onto the freeway, I turned on just like some street, um, some industrial, you know, I want to say it's like an industrial park. It's just nothing but businesses down the street. It wasn't residential at all. and But all these businesses, thankfully, it was Sunday, and they were closed. Because I'm just minding my own business, and I go to fart, and it wasn't just air. And I'm like, what the fuck? Uh-huh. <laughs> and so I immediately pulled over, and be, like again, thankfully the GPS had me turn the wrong spot, because this is not the place I want to be on the freeway when this happens. So I get out, and then I open up the back, because I'm in a SUV, and... um well, I had to clean myself up, so I just I'm standing on the side <laughs> of the road, pantsless. Yeah. And thankfully, I had you know uh, grocery bags and stuff with me, so I just put my <laughs> my soiled shorts and whatnot in the grocery bag. And when I got to Vegas, I put them in the tub and washed them and changed and <laughs> used some ice water care. from the cooler to like clean myself up a little bit. And um, once I got cleaned up, I just continued on my way. And I texted Mrs. Duffy. He's like, "Oh my God, you'll you'll never know it. Like you you won't believe what just happened to me. It's so embarrassing." It's like, "Did you get a ticket?" It's like, "No, that would not be embarrassing if I got a ticket. I shit myself." Like, You're like, no, it even it's worse than that. No. Yeah, it's worse than a ticket. Uh, <laughs> I think that compared to your story, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, pulling over his shit on the side of a road's not so. <laughs> so <laughs> he's, got the he's got the choice of the matter. I didn't, but <laughs> no, no, I could have shit my pants, but I said no way. I don't care if I have to poop in front of in front of an in law here like this is gonna happen. <laughs> and you know we have a Honda too, like yours, and the windows are. The, the windshields are really large on the Honda. Right. You, know, you can see everything. So I just, so he could see me and I could see him and I can see that. I can see, you know, Mrs. Stash. And I'm like, I don't care. Hey, this has got to come out morning. right now. This has got to come out right now. That's funny stuff. No, I know. I know, I, I know how to pop a squat. I've done it for a while and it just kicks back in. It just happened. I didn't even think twice. It's it's if the cops would have showed up, it would have been a whole different story. Right. What the fuck are you doing, brown guy? <laughs> like, what the, the fuck you think I'm doing? I'm relieving myself. Taking a shit, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, goddamn. Some people got restrooms. I don't. As long as when you're homeless. Um, um, let's see. Um, How's oh, it no. Um, her... It's 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 probably the best. It's it's um, it's um, maybe because he had that Mrs. Stash's brother. It's Mrs. Stash's brother, so um, that's who it is. Wow. And um, I, it's we're good. There's no 
There's no, I don't think there's any, um, what you would call weirdness, um, judgment. Uh, yeah. Like, like literally shit happens and they know it. <laughs> literally. Uh, I'm assuming he avoided that. <laughs> he didn't make direct eye contact. Like there wasn't a connection. No, no, no. They, they, they looked at me. They looked at me. So, and no, they looked at me and, uh, they laughed and were laughing the entire time that I was pushing it out, even though it burned because it was hot chili <laughs> mixed in with wine <laughs> and the whiskey I was probably drinking earlier in the day for the pre-party. So, yeah, that's what happened. Nice. I dig it. I like it. Yeah, but there's like, again, there's no, uh, no, no judgments on, on that side of the family. Um, it happens. It, it, it happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 may conclude our story because I do have more, and I'm not sure if I'm willing to share more yet. But uh, you get one better. <laughs> yeah, Dude, I gave you my best one. I don't. I can't talk my best. I have one. I have one where it was. It was probably the first time that's ever happened to me since I was like four or three years old or something, and it was bad. It was uh, a <laughs> celebrating a. Um, mother's father's day with my mom and um it really told me not to I, mean, I didn't overdo it i think it was the fact that the soap that they use to clean the glasses at the bars and stuff um, makes me sick oh uh, okay yeah and so because i've drinking this stuff on a regular basis that's what i drink it's part of my everyday drinking experience and so when I drank it and all of a sudden I felt the way I did, I was like, this is nothing new, right? I didn't overdo it. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't go to like 13 drinks or nothing. I don't even know that far, but what happened after was really bad. And I was literally only like a 10 minute drive from my house. Mm -hmm. And that's what sucked. So just know for, for 10 minutes, I had to sit with something that I did not like. <laughs> Uh, and uh, all my son could say was like, what happened, daddy? Are you okay, daddy? What happened, daddy? <laughs> That's happened in the last four years. That's amazing. Yeah. Probably yeah, last three. Uh, yeah. If he was talking yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, no. It's, I think this was probably last year, I think it was. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it will never happen again. Did you like cover, never... Did you cover over the sea? Because that was my main concern was it leaking out and... Oh, I recovered. I did everything. I did everything that I was supposed to do. It's just luckily I didn't have to do any extra stops. Gotcha. I didn't have to go anywhere extra. I was able to come straight home and I was able to deal with it and, you know, throw everything into the washer and go into the shower. <laughs> and I was able to I was able to take pictures <laughs> and then <laughs> and show show them off and, uh, you know. So, but yeah, that's, that's when I first learned that, that soap from those, so dishes make me sick. I think this is officially my favorite recording of upping the stash ever. With that said, we are going to take a quick break and we will see you back here shortly. It was a Friday night, I walk alone to get the feeling right We started making out and she took off my pants But then I turned on the TV 
And that's about the time she walked away from me Nobody likes you when you're 23 And I still more abuse my TV shows What the hell is ADD? My friends say I should act my age What's my age again? What's my age again? Welcome back, everybody, to the Uppy and Stash Show. Um, this is uh, what I call the post-family reunion podcast of the of the night, and you know we're talking about headlines of the night and things that have been going on in the news, plus the possible bowel movement stories that will make you laugh. Um, <laughs> um, it's it's exciting. It's funny. And it's probably happened to you once or twice or maybe even three times, depending on your bowels and uh, urinary tract infections you might have. Uh, so we hope you enjoy. I mean, I, I do know that uh, Don Jr. criticized Biden for wanting to cure cancer. Then, like, um, President Trump immediately came out afterwards and promised he would cure cancer. <laughs> <laughs> then maybe you have to coordinate your speeches before you... Make yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you think Biden can do it? I'll do it. I would have had it done yesterday. You know? <laughs> so, so let's see. Today's headlines are: Trump threatens to lay off some federal workers. Um, Florida city pays hackers six hundred thousand in ransom. Uh, David Ortiz survived the shooting. He wasn't the target. There's the world's first time-free zone in Europe. The is calling uh, the detention center's concentration camps and Republicans are really ticked that she, how dare she call it that. Who called it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The concentration yeah, yeah. camps. Yeah. Uh, the, the Republicans are <laughs> up in arms about um, being called out on it, being called the concentration mm. camp. I think I have a really good tweet of the day. Why is it always AOC that's pissing them off? Is there anyone else capable of pissing them off? She's because her troll game is is on. Or she's just the best at it. She's just the best at her. It is. It is not even. It's not even troll game. It's like it's like stating the obvious, but because she's young and you know she says something, so you know that's how that's how you know. Let's see. There is this. Uh, there's this tweet that someone says, you can't make Hitler analogies until there's at least six million dead. Say people who make Stalin, Stalin analogies when the top marginal rate goes up by 3%. <laughs> so there's that one. Um, there's all kinds of uh, things. Yeah, like, I, I, don't, I don't get it. Like, um, you, you, can't, you can't make an analogy of anything because then they say, oh, you're politicizing it. You right. Know, you can't call it concentration camps because, well, you know, they're American citizens. They're not American citizens, so it's not a concentration camp. Or oh, how dare you being anti-Semitic because you're referring to Jews, you know? Right. Which is its own topic of its own. I'm, I never got when I was at um, the university, I asked several of my professors, why is it that um, pe- people who practice Judaism are called Jews and are presented as a certain class of people when they're really not, um, and they have their own definition of what it means to be against them. But for the rest of us, we're racists. Mm -hmm. And he couldn't quite answer that question. Huh. 
you know, because because if you're because if if you don't like people or you don't you know you're against people those of the Jewish faith you know who practice, who, who practice Judaism you're anti-Semitic, right? Right. <laughs> you know, so that's I don't know that's weird to me, but I don't want to open a can of worms on our uh, podcast. <laughs> the the amount of hate that we would get from it, you know. Oh. Hey, it might make our numbers go up though. Which we need so. We so, so maybe so maybe we should do maybe we should do like a podcast called um we'll just pick some good target words you know right well you already said you don't go full retard and that didn't bother anybody so yeah no I never go yeah <laughs> every everybody that hasn't uh you know I mean it hasn't made its way out yet but I didn't mention it Asians being up my butt because you don't believe in personal space. So that might ruffle some feathers eventually when that one gets out. Yeah. <laughs> Just judging by the look on your face when I said it. Um, well, it's also it's also Juneteenth, which was uh, officially the day that the United States of America ended slavery. Hmm. So there's that big thing um, that, let's see, uh, well, not, let's see, the bill that concedes a holiday that marks the date that Texas abolished slavery in 1865. So I guess they were the last state. Well, technically, they weren't the last state to abolish slavery. Mm. I think there was one more state, like Alabama finally said, oh, yeah, it's the, you know. <laughs> of course it'd be. Yeah, it'd be like, yeah. And so there was a big old hearing today on the House Judiciary Subcommittee, um, Constitution, Civil Rights, and Civil Liberties on rape, uh, reparations for slavery, which was really interesting. And I read that it was not all about money, but also about um, just fixing policies that uh, systemically and economically mm-hmm. hurt um, you know, gotcha. black Americans since the end of slavery through Jim Crow and, right, you know, so mass incarceration, that kind of stuff. So it, I, I, the argument was, oh, you know, why, how are we going to give people money? And, and uh, I think the argument back is it's not about money. It's about creating policies or dismantling policies that have hurt, hurt us. Oh, absolutely. 150 years or whatever it is. Yeah. It's, it's about actually fixing the problem. I mean, sure, giving money is nice, but... Money doesn't change the laws. Well, yeah. Well, I, I think it's also in the sense the same way that when you think about um, the GI Bill, and mm-hmm. when after the Great Depression we had you know all these policies that were putting forth uh, people getting jobs, guaranteed jobs, and guaranteed housing, mm-hmm. and a lot of um, you know farming. A lot of Black Americans then were left out of that policy. Mm-hmm. Especially when the GI Bill came out, you know, with the whole affordable housing for 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 people coming out of war, the GIs and um, they able to go to college and earn a living wage did not happen for mm-hmm. a lot of black GIs. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. Let's see. And then what else do we got? We got a lot of little middle of the road um, candidates. Which what is there with nineteen candidates now? Um, I heard that are running for twenty four. I think twenty four now. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot there. Um, 
Let's see. There's another one. Let's see. I'm trying to find the tweet that I... Um, well, there's another news in your neck of the woods. Police officer shot and wounded in possible ambush in Sacramento. Gunman <laughs> remains on the loose and still firing. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and uh, that's in your neck of the woods. Um, and let's see. I see them all day, and then finally when I really need them, I don't even pop up. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you know, it's like, what the heck? So, uh, let's see. Another news uh, Joe Biden thinks that uh, Cory Booker should apologize to him for calling him a racist. And he has no racist body in his bones. So, I think Biden is going to drop out a lot sooner than we think. You, think he's so, you really think he's going to drop out? Um, I would say the first sign of him. Um, Backing out is what his fundraiser numbers will be in the next quarter. If if um, if after the debates and the next fundraising numbers and then polling, that may give him an indication of whether or not he wants to wants to leave or not. But he also may feel like um, he wants to make a statement, you know, especially with like the AOCs and stuff of the world. Mm-hmm. So, right, because I think um, she came out even basically just said, "I'm not." Like she, she basically said, I'm not going to trash any Democratic candidate, but I'm not endorsing Biden. Like, yeah, I think AOC did. She said <clears throat> Biden she... or Warren would be great. Really, I thought she. I mean, I mean, sorry, Sanders or Warren. Uh, I'm kind of on the Warren train. I'm. Um, I'm. I'm... You're on the Harris train. I'm. Again, I said before you spoke. I said I said I'm slowly getting there. I think she's I, a viable candidate, but I, I do like Harris because I do think she's the only one who, if she yeah. won, wouldn't let Trump off the hook. I think she would actually push for prosecuting him for obstruction of justice. It's a terrible thing to say. That would be my only reason to vote for her. But I feel strongly about seeing him in prison. I know. I would love to see him like leave the White House and get arrested. I think that would be like fantastic, but... Um, he won't get arrested. Harris just for that. I it's it's a nice rea- it's a nice um, romantic idea because we think that uh, somehow we can um, prosecute these people who are so rich and so powerful and hold the highest offices that um. We really truly believe it's possible because we think America has that opportunity to do that. But I, I don't think it's truly possible. And two examples, um, the governor from West, no, governor from Virginia or West Virginia, I can't remember his name, um, McConnell or McDonald or something like that, um, was prosecuted by the U.S. attorneys for bribery and corruption and went all the way to trial and all this stuff came out and he said, okay, well, you know, I want, I want to take this all the way to the Supreme Court. And then um, he petitioned the Supreme Court to hear his case. Right. And, vac- and they vacated his, um, they vacated his, his sentence. When, when you're mega rich and you have influence. So what, right. so what I don't happens? think he's mega rich. I think he's pseudo rich. Uh, either way, he's got influence. <laughs> 
Yeah. So, he, that's why he went for Kamala yeah. Harris to get him in prison. Right. Kamala Harris ain't going to do nothing. She would. She's she an agent. She's an nothing. attorney general. She would do it. She's not going to do anything. Um, she, she, she's, uh, I don't like her either because she just comes off as like she wants to be close to the people, you know, like I can run and, you know, be this person when really I I really don't think that that's going to happen for her. Uh, pe- people are going to catch on to this whole um, she was this sort of fake uh, progressive prosecutor and she's really not. That's that's my opinion on her. And I don't want no fucking DA, former DA as president of the United States anyways. Fuck the DA. That's my my, my take on it. I hate. <laughs> yeah. So you've said that before. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know how I feel about it. Tupac said it best, but uh I'll say it again. I don't I don't like the DA. Um let's see. And other news. Oh, uh good other other news is which is not I'm surprised is not as uh, big of a news is that uh, 18 years later, the House finally repeals the president's 9-11 war authority. Really? Uh, which is a very big deal. Yeah, the authorization to use military force after 2001 has been repealed. Nice. So, Good time for it to be. <laughs> right? So I've been so playing fire for two years now. <laughs> yeah. Let me, let me stupid... Stupid ads going off in my headphones right now. Yeah, so uh, three weeks after the 9-11 terrorist attacks, lawmakers overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly, 420 to 1 in the House, 98 is in the Senate, approved the 2001 authorization of uh, use of military force. The text of this resolution is incredibly broad. Congress gave the president authority to use all necessary and appropriate force to go after the nations, organizations, or persons who were involved in the 9-11 terrorist attack. So there you go. Hmm. Which is now why we're like, we were involved like in Iraq and Afghanistan and Yemen and, and Africa and all these crazy hotspots that we probably shouldn't have been part of because we can just drone people to death now under that. (laughs) (laughs) All we got to, all we have to say is that they are, um, al-qaeda affiliated and then we can just start bombing the shit out of them so but now that it's been rescinded which is good but i mean the congress congress finally repeals it but will the senate repeal it is the thing oh senator won't do anything oh that guy i swear oh my gosh he's the only person i dislike more than trump you know there's some people i wish that just would not i'd like i don't wish death upon 99.9% 99.9% of the population, but that is like 0.1 that where I actually right. <laughs> wish like he would literally die of a heart attack of some sort. <laughs> I mean, he's close to death anyway. I mean, it's not like you're asking for much. You're not asking God to take out a 20 year old or anything here. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not, I'm not advocating for the, you know, the killing of youth. I'm just saying, <laughs> let this turtle die already. <laughs> we all know fucking turtles can live to be like a hundred years old, but gosh damn it, this guy better not live to be as as old as 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 a fucking turtle. That's all I wish. I just know so that there's that in their news. The collective of uh-huh. the state of Kentucky needs to get their heads out of their asses and vote him out next year. They need to get rid of him. No, they won't. 
They won't do it. I'll tell you why they won't do it. It's because he has such a stronghold on this whole anti-government rhetoric and like the I'm I'm doing it for you and he's so like anti-abort he's so like I'm anti-abortion and anti-government when he is the government. Mm-hmm. You know? He literally is running the government. So I don't get it, but you know, that's how Republican voters think. Mm-hmm. So, see, there's that one. Um, and then from the intercept, um, what you need to know about Trump's mass deportation threat. This one kind of hits a little bit home for me, man. Uh, this, this feels a little like, um, what, when, do you remember when in Arizona they passed that SB 1071, I think that it was, it was called, or 1070? It was, um, uh, Jan Brewer was the government, was the governor of Arizona at the, at the time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she signed into law a, um, a authorization for law enforcement to, to essentially, uh, profile you. Um, and pull you over and ask for your papers if that if that officer suspects that you are undocumented. Gotcha. So, one of the questions that was asked of her at that at that press conference during the signing of the bill was from a journalist in the back. They said, "You know, Governor Brewer, what does an undocumented person look like?" And and it's nuts because she literally pauses and smiles and chuckles at the camera for like thirty seconds and says. Well, um, it's, you know, law enforcement's going to have a policy and, uh, you know, we're going to work through it. And she couldn't answer. She goes, well, Governor, you didn't answer the question. What does an undocumented person look like? If you're Mm -hmm. saying it's okay to stop somebody that you think is undocumented, what do they look like? And again, she just kind of smiled and laughed and couldn't answer the question. (laughs) So it kind of sucks. So, but um, they have... They have detained people um, who are American citizens that are just brown. Oh, I believe so it. So it's, it's not, you know. That whole situation reminds me of when um, Pence was governor and he was asked about some discriminatory bill that he signed. And he's like, and they kept pressing him and he eventually said, Hoosiers don't see hate, you know, or whatever it was. Like, you know, <laughs> he passed off, Hoosiers don't believe that. He's like, well, you believe that. He signed it, you know. I think it was the religious freedom bill that he signed. And he just went on national TV and made an ass out of himself. Like a butt, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, So there's that, um, which again, uh, really hits close to home because, you know, I am the of um, children of the sun here and I tend to darken like a cookie in the sun a lot faster than some people... <laughs> <laughs> so so uh which which reminds me of a story when i was in montana i, I also got told that i speak um, very, very i speak english very well considering that i was a mexican from california <laughs> and i had to remind that person that i was an american from california right <laughs> and then, yes of course i spoke english very well it's my first language right so <laughs> yeah yeah well it sort of worries me because you know people can people can weaponize um, this idea of, of being able to like uh, call or uh, report um, undocumented people, you know, like um, most checkpoints that you see in California, they get a huge 
a chunk of that money, uh, grant money, um, from the government because part of it's an immigration checkpoint. They're also at checking the CIDs, you know, and they know that, uh, well, in California and other states, at least there was, you know, they, uh, that they weren't being provided driver's license, you know? Mm-hmm. So that was one way to, that was one way to capture them. And so that was how they did it. And that's how they round them up. And, is that as unconstitutional as the whole DUI checkpoint anyway? Like, is that, that sounds like that'd be unconstitutional. Yeah, but also it, it um, it's been challenged, but, you know, but the whole argument back is that we're allowed to do this because we'd want to get our road safe or we're just checking, you know, um, right. it's a regulation thing. And or I've seen here in Riverside County, at least uh, in the greater Riverside County area, what they do do what they do perform are smog check checkpoints. Really? So yeah, they check to see if your car your car at a certain age has been smogged, and if it hasn't been smogged, they don't even ticket you and tell you to get smogged. They take away your car right then and there. They offer those types of checkpoints. So not only are they sweeping up DUIs, unlicensed drivers, suspended suspended licenses, you know. Um, undocumented, there everything gets snared into that one. See, that one's ridiculous because I mean, there's already a process in place to prove those things. Like, you know what I mean? Like, smog checks already thing. Like, you can't renew your registration without doing them. Yeah, but that's a thing here, and and um, so hmm. so that's one. So that's 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 one thing there that they that does happen. Um, but, you know, to all our listeners out there, if you do get pulled over and or you are in some type of ice um, caught up or sting or whatever, I would say that uh, there are probably like five things you should do is um, don't talk. Um, ask to have your lawyer present. If they ask for your name, you know, you give them your name and that's about it. You know, um, other than that. Fucking good luck. Right. <laughs> because I've been working out and I've been waiting for this day so I can run the other way. So when you capture me, I could say, I'm an American citizen, bitch. You know, like I can run if I want to. You know, you have to capture me if you want. That's so. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's that. So, I know. Hey, it's not going to happen. Um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I, I it just it does worry me because I am leaving on vacation soon again, and I I don't know how progressive or non-progressive Colorado is, you know. So I'm sure when you're in Denver, you won't have a problem. Yeah, I heard. Well, we want to go to Colorado Springs, and mm-hmm. I heard Colorado Springs is kind of a bad area. It's mm-hmm. really nice, but kind of a shitty area. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be traveling around a bit. Yeah, just don't go to the movies. Yeah, no. I don't need, um, I have to look up to see, make sure we're not going to go to that movie theater. Cause <laughs> do, well, I do plan on taking my son, little, little stash, you know, to the movies, but I hope it's not that movie theater because we're going to be in Aurora. So we'll see. Could you imagine? Yeah, I don't know that I would want to be there either. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be there. Um, let's see. Another set of news is Georgia prepares to carry out its 1,500th execution in the U.S. since 1976. 
Where do you go fucking Georgia? Well, it's just wow. the 1500 total. It's not just 1500 from their state, correct? I think that is for their... Is it not just for their state? Is that overall? Like they're, overall, like, yeah. But I'm going to segue that into something. I'm going to try this talking thing for a minute. Okay. Like, so we watched John Oliver on Sundays, and I think recently he did a bit on um, the death penalty and how physicians can't even perform those. Like, they, they can't because it goes against their oath or code or whatever it is. Knowing that, why do we have so many people out there who seem to believe that doctors will help deliver a baby and then discuss with the parent? Then, like, like <laughs> why don't people take to another thing? Hmm, doctors can't even perform death penalties. What makes you think they can execute newly born ch- children? Like, what the hell is wrong with people? Like, they, can't, you know what I mean? I don't know. Doctors. No, you were, that's a great oh. point. That is a great point. It's like it's like a it's a weird uh, sort of double double standard, right? They're like, well, uh, they're pulling these babies out of the wombs and then they're saying goodbyes and then they're killing them. And it's like, wait a minute, the court ruled that doctors can't even perform these executions anymore. No, it goes against their oath. But they can know? kill babies. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, again, it goes it goes against the whole pro life. It's like a. It's so wishy-washy with pro-life. It's, um, right. you know, they're so they're so extreme that there's no there's no room for conversation. Because at one point you're saying, I want I I'm pro-life, but I'll kill you. <laughs> you know, I'm pro-life, but I have my stand your ground, and I'll kill you if you come near me. Right. right. I'm pro-life, but but the state will execute you if they feel that you've murdered somebody or did something so heinous, which. There have been plenty of um, exonerations post-death execution, mm-hmm. right? That they found out the person didn't do it, but they're so prepared to do it, right? Of course. Oh, of course. my God. That's our world that we live in. Mm-hmm. Let's see. What are other headlines that I got? Since we're talking about headlines, since we're catching up. Right. Oh, by the way, everybody, we had our uh, podcast that we recorded, but we were so tired and... Um, sloshed from eating and drinking <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't a very long podcast no. um, but uh the rest of the day was fun and the next morning was good mm-hmm. um and then like having a beer at nine in the morning you know let's see mm, let's see we're still detaining chelsea manning which she effectively ended the iraq war with her uh, leaks of what occurred in Iraq, you know. Let's see. Yeah, well, Trump greenlighted asking for foreign aid and assistance via primetime TV. <laughs> Let's see. After watching the Trump interviewed by NBC News, George Stephanopoulos last night, you have to marvel at the size of the balls on that spray tan schmuck, mm. says uh, Marcy Wheeler of Empty Wheel. Could you imagine? So the, the Stephanopoulos thing was amazing, and how terrible it was. Like just the fact that for years, for years we keep hearing no collusion, no collusion, no collusion. No, even when it wasn't about the Russia investigation, it was always no collusion. You know, they could have been talking about adopting puppies, and he would have said no collusion. And then he comes out and basically says, "Yeah, I'd collude." Like. <laughs> Yeah, right? Information? 
Right? It's such a fucking idiot. Like he talks out both sides of his oh, both sides of his mouth. So let me let me read this. Um, let me read this excerpt of the interview. Right. So, asked by ABC chief anchor George Stephanopoulos in the Oval Office on Wednesday whether his campaign would accept such information from foreigners such as China or Russia or hand it over to the FBI, Trump said, "I think you. I think maybe you do both. I think you maybe you want to listen. There isn't anything wrong with listening." Trump continued, if somebody called from a country, Norway, and we have information on your opponent, I think I'd want to hear it. It's not interference. They have information. I think I'd take it, Trump said. If I thought there was something wrong, I'd maybe go to the FBI if I thought there was something wrong. But when somebody comes up with Apple Research, right, they come up with Apple Research. Oh, let's call the FBI. The FBI doesn't have enough agents to care, take care of it. When you go and talk, honestly, to Congress... To congressmen, they all do it. They always have. And that's the way it is. It's called oppo research. And there you go. That is his, uh, yeah. Okay. If the fucking House doesn't start the impeachment trials on him at all, they deserve to lose the House. They deserve to lose the fucking Senate. They deserve, they deserve to lose the, the White House. Full stop. They deserve to yeah. lose Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's the thing is, you look. He's we're all smart people here. He's not going to get removed from office, but you just don't not do it because of that. Like he still, there, we have these processes in place for this reason. It's because he did do something wrong, and this is how we try him for it. And the House will probably find him guilty, and then the Senate obviously will not remove him from power. But you still do it. <laughs> You don't skip the – I mean, otherwise you're basically saying we don't have reason to have a democracy anymore. And they they just need to get yeah. butts and gears and just do it. I mean – Yeah. Um, so there's that. Uh, so, again, if they don't fucking prosecute or do anything, then what the fuck is going on over there? Um, let's see what else is going on. God, I, I just – one of the Democratic candidates – is low mm-hmm. enough to like make popular lock him up or something. I want one of them, you know, someone who probably has no real chance, just but someone who's going to make it a decent ways. But I say like, lock him up, just do lock him up chance. All right. But, but they go into this like moral high ground of like, Oh, well, you know, we shouldn't do this is because, you know, we're Democrats and dude, you fucking play by the Republican rules so much that the Republicans tell you how to play yep. and you play it. You know, and you and that. and no no one's willing to get dirty. Someone has so to. Someone needs to. Like, um, I think I think Bill Maher said this past week or recently how sad it was right now uh, that you know we're all cheering on that Republican who said I support impeachment. I don't remember his yeah. name, but we shouldn't like he shouldn't be our hero. <laughs> our own Democrats need to be the heroes. You know, like we shouldn't be cheering on a Republican right now. You're right. Yeah. We shouldn't be fighting their war. Here's here's the thing, though. OK, if if you watch interviews and or, um, you know, pundit class come in and they say, well, the, and, and they're totally of the opposite party and they're like, well, Democrats should really be careful what they do because, you know, they may lose. It's like, what the fuck do you care about what we do? You're the opposition, period. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not going to listen to your advice of on what, what, what we should do or what the Democrats should do. It's not Democrat, but what the Democratic Party should do. Mm-hmm. So, 
there's always that. Um, let's see. Um, oh, yeah. Here's this. In Florida. Man, Florida is always fucking... <laughs> is this Florida? Um, fe- felony felony charges dismissed against... Yeah, Miami cop who shot black caregiver with oh arms raised. Oh, my God. That might be the most... That's up there. Like, as far as me being... Finding things upsetting, that is probably right there. If it's not one, it's two. Like, I, I heard about that yesterday. I was like, oh, my God. So how? How could you not be... That, that one... Yeah, is absent of all logic and morals and uh, how I don't get it. How how can the, the guy was doing everything he was told to do, laying there on the ground? It was no harm. He was a, no threat to anybody. So do you want me to read the quick story on it? Yeah, Slate has a quick story on it. Okay, so okay, a North Miami police officer was shot. Uh, who shot the caregiver of an autistic man in distress, even though the caregiver was lying on the ground with his hands raised in the air, has been convicted on a misdemeanor charge of culpable negligence, but he escaped a felony conviction. A jury on Monday dismissed two attempted manslaughter charges against the officer, according to the Miami Herald. What the fuck? The 2016 incident, part of which was captured in a video that went viral afterwards, speaking, uh, sparking outrage over the shooting of yet another black man who posed no threat to the police, began when 23-year-old man with autism named Arnaldo Rio Soto wandered away from a Miami-area mental health uh, center. Charles Kinsey, a 47-year-old therapist from Soto's group home, caught up to Soto at the side of the road. A passing driver saw Soto, who was holding a toy truck, and called the police, believing the man was holding the gun to his head. When police arrived, several officers soon realized that neither Soto nor Kinsey posed a threat and, and that the reported gun was just a toy. Kinsey shuttered the police. All he has is a toy truck. He also laid down on the street, arms above his head, begging them not to shoot at the time of the shooting. Soto was sitting down next to Kinsey, still holding the toy. The officer, Jonathan Elda, 33, fired three times from around 50 yards away, hitting Kinsley, who recovered later in the thigh. Many of those who watched the video were skeptical anyone could have perceived Kinsley or Soda posing any danger, and prosecutors said um, Alita had been reckless, ignoring all warnings from the other officers and indications that the scenario was not a dangerous one, according to the Herald. I don't get it. Like I, I don't normally advocate for such things, but I really hope he like sues in civil court and just takes them to the cleaners. I mean, the, I mean, I know that doesn't take back what happened, but the you know because the thing is, put the taxpayers on the hook and let the taxpayers get angry. Say, hey, we can't be having this shit. You know, we're especially yeah. in Miami, they're already on the hook for billions of dollars for that baseball stadium, so they don't need to be shelling out. Millions of dollars every time a cop goes stupid. So I, I hope he sues in civil court. And I hope he wins lots of money. So I think someone for that baseball stadium to which no one goes to. Yeah. So it has the worst there. fucking number of attendance. My my very my my very minimal knowledge in this world happens happens um, through lies somewhat in sports stadiums financing. Um, so the cost of that stadium that you mentioned that no one goes to in Florida because there's too many nicer things to do down there. And I think that's a football state, not a baseball state. Um, I think the construction was like somewhere in the vicinity of six hundred and something million dollars for that stadium. But due to how, due to the bonds, they're kind of the kind of bonds they they took out to construct it. 
by the time it's paid off, it's going to end up costing the taxpayer something like two and a half billion dollars. You know, and we're talking over thirty years. So, yeah, they they got hosed pretty bad. And then Jeff Loria, I think it was Loria who on the team went and sold it <laughs> after. <laughs> Was it a capital appreciation bond? Is that what they did? Right. Is that that they didn't have to pay up front, and then and then later on down the road they would have to pay, but it would be like in billions of dollars. I have no idea. Generational I, theft. It, it, it could have been. I don't, I don't, I don't that. know that much because that stadium is pretty old now. Well, not old, but is is long enough down the line that I don't remember the specifics. Just the way the bonds were is that six hundred million became two and a half billion and. They just got hosed really bad. But, you know, all those people in Little Havana are probably making out pretty good. They're, you know, they're renting out their yard space and street space for parking. <laughs> I hear that they make off pretty yeah. good. They say, hey, you can park in front of my house for 40 bucks. So. Right. <laughs> but, yeah. But here's here's what I don't get. How, uh, here, how, how they can convict the guy that was out there laying on the floor saying don't shoot he just has a he just has a toy truck this guy's yeah non-harmless you know how they convict him on a misdemeanor charge of culpable negligence how yeah i what did he do you know die uh stash he's guilty of getting shot that's uh, that's a crime nowadays getting shot by the police is a crime i'm pretty sure uh, let's see culpable negligence is Whoever, whoever through culpable and then exposes another person to personal injury commits a misdemeanor of second degree. Um, when they inflict actual personal injury on another, she didn't do. Or whoever violates or storing or leaving. No, okay, so I don't get it. He he. I think he was okay. So I, I here's my here's my, um, okay here's my thing. I think the reason why he was charged with culpable negligence is because uh, the boy or the the man, the young man, I should say, um, was technically under his charge. Mm-hmm. And um, as an artistic person or, you know, person with uh, developmental delays um, left him and didn't know that he left him until he caught up with him. I think that's what he got uh, caught up with his culpable negligence. Because he, he I, that's that's my, um, um, because he 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 allowed the opportunity of him to be exposed to injury by the cop shooting him for thinking that he had a gun and letting him on to public when he should should have been supervised was what happened. I, that is my most educated guess. I, I I follow the logic there, and I don't disagree. I just think at the point when your cop makes a racist, uh oh, <laughs> you let some things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <I do> so. <laughs> but hey, that's just white man speaking mm-hmm. here. I know. I realize I'm the most privileged one here, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> you make a racist, uh oh, you just you say, you know what, we're gonna let this. Yeah, one you slide. just say, you just you just let it go. Yeah, you just let hey, it go. I'll let you off you a couple say, okay. of negligence. You just. Forgive me. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, that's yeah. Just, just let it go. <laughs> yeah, like here, here's, here's a quick check of, uh, you know, five hundred thousand or something, and right. <laughs> you know, we'll let it be. All right. Well, that is all the time we have uh, for this wonderful episode of Upping the Stash. Um, Stash, you have any parting words? I do. Um, don't eat any spicy foods before you go on a wine tasting adventure. 
And if you learn anything from my stories, uh, we got a long drive in the car. Um, don't eat anything. Spicy, not spicy. <laughs> Can starve. <laughs> Fucking starve. <laughs> and wear a diaper. <laughs> wear a diaper instead of a NASCAR drivers. Yeah. <laughs> NASCAR drivers and, 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 and astronauts wear diapers. So right. It's okay. It is worth your while. You don't want to ruin the upholstery in your car. Thankfully, I didn't. No. Um, but with that said, um, thank you all for joining us. We're happy to have you. We're happy you tuned in once again to listen to us. And until next time. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night.